You're listening to Church Unplugged, the podcast of Christ Community Chapel. In each episode, we look at questions and topics that are related to our faith in Jesus and the way that it plays out in our everyday lives. In this episode, we're answering the question, how should Christians think about celebrities? And we really are thinking about two types of celebrities. The first are celebrities who become Christians very publicly. So think Kanye West. And then the other are people who become celebrities within Christianity by virtue of things that they do related to their faith. Both of these types of celebrities exist and we interact with them on a regular basis. How should we, as followers of Jesus, think about these relationships? Welcome in to Church Unplugged. All right, welcome into Church Unplugged. I'm Jimmy Cozy, part of the leadership team here at Christ Community Chapel. Got with me today uh, Joe Coffey, our lead pastor, Zach Wyrock, a member of our leadership team, and then Stacey Donardo, additionally a member of our leadership team. Our question today is, how should, how should Christians think about celebrity culture? And there are a couple of things that I mean here. The first is thinking about Christian celebrities. And what I mean by that are celebrities that are Christians. Like Kanye West has recently become very well known as a Christian celebrity. So how do we think about those kinds of people? And then additionally, people who within the church become celebrities within Christian environments because of Christian things that they do. So these could be pastors, podcasters, musicians, and so on and so forth, who by virtue of their talents become very well-known within the Christian community and maybe even outside of the Christian community. So kind of two categories here for us to talk about, and maybe there's a bigger discussion to be had about celebrity culture in our society as a whole and why Christian celebrities or celebrities within within Christianity even exist in the first place. But let's start with that first category, thinking about celebrities that become Christians very publicly. How should Christians process through that, how much weight should we give to their opinion on things? Go. Yeah, I think the starting point would be to say uh, celebrity culture can be a problem in both directions. So it can be a problem when any one person begins to think of themselves in a in a too high fashion, right? Begins to fancy themselves a celebrity. But it can also be a problem when people... Uh, view other people as celebrities and therefore can pick them apart, tear them down, right? Because they're not real people, they're celebrities. And I think a little bit of the second one is what we see with something like Kanye, for example. Because I think the starting point with celebrities who begin to profess faith in Christ is to say, there's so much I don't know. And there's so much I'm not going to know because I'm not in relationship with that person. So I remember when that story broke, we had some women over the house who were hanging out with my wife and they were all saying, oh, he's a fraud, he's a fake, he's a phony. But, like, I actually know a pastor uh, who – Joe, maybe you told yeah. me. Yeah, yeah Joe, you, Joe. Yeah, okay, I was right. You want you tell what you know by, like, tangentially. And it's just a good example of what people don't know. Right. Yeah, I have a, a good friend who uh, is a pastor out on the West Coast. And I had met with him, I mean, right after Kanye West uh, professed public, becoming so Christian. Yeah. yeah. And uh, – this guy, David, told me that he knew the guy. The guy was a former student of his who, had a, who pastored a church of about 300 uh, who became friends with Kanye West through a surfing coach. And that guy was traveling every other week uh, out to Colorado to have a Bible study with Kanye and Kim. And David told me, I'll tell you what, my friend would not be involved with them if they were not the real deal, if they weren't trying to, to learn to right. love Jesus with all their heart. So yeah. 
it was it was wild. It was a right. week after it hit. Yeah, so, but so what's yeah. so interesting to me is let's bridge the gap between that. So you have a group of of women hanging out with my wife in our in our house, and they're all discussing whether or not they think Kanye's for real or whether or not it's a publicity stunt. Meanwhile, totally unbeknownst to him, he is meeting every other week with a pastor. No fanfare, no publicity, right. nobody knows to study the Bible. And that's my point. We don't know. We don't no. know right. what we don't know. And that part of celebrity culture is just we weigh in on people's lives without knowing any details or any particulars right. and act like we can authoritatively say whether or not they're a Christian or not, or whether or not you know any given thing is true in their life. Yeah. And I think at the very least... Uh, we as Christians should look at somebody like Kanye West and say, if anybody can change them, yeah, yeah. it's Jesus. Yeah. What a great thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I just you know, well, heard the same thing about Kareem Hunt, right? That yeah, that's in right. the midst of his crisis, running back for the Browns, he comes to Jesus. Wait, and was the crisis right away, being who? a running back for the Browns? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Touché. hey, and back <laughs> off, Jimmy. Your, your team's out of the playoffs, that's too. That's right. Your Patriots run is coming to an end, my friend. <laughs> I've heard yeah. it before. <laughs> But uh, when I heard that, I was going, oh, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, and don't you think then that the incredulity we have over celebrities becoming Christians maybe says something about our level of faith in Jesus and his ability Isn't it true that didn't, uh, going back to Kanye and Kim, didn't Kim have a very dramatic career change as well? I I could be completely off base. She's now becoming an attorney. She's becoming an attorney, but isn't she becoming an attorney to represent people who have, I think it is wrongfully incarcerated incarcerated or wrongfully given the death penalty. Yeah. Yeah. But the the reality is too, celebrities have so much influence. So I think that's where it's, it's just wise as a Christian and for non-Christians to recognize that with that influence, just there's so much damage they can do and there's so much great things that can happen yeah, because of it. There is a great so, responsibility, yeah. right? Yeah. But, but the other thing, you know, and I, I think of this one as we start to talk about maybe Christians uh, who become more celebrities because of what they do. And, you know, we've mm-hmm. talked about, I'm, I'm the pastor and have been the lead pastor for a long time, so I'm pretty well known uh, in the community. Um, but all of us need to think about the responsibility that we bear for the people that we influence, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I think about that all the time. But the, that's one part. The other part is that you don't ever want to put your faith in a person. Yeah. Yeah. You put your faith in Jesus, and everybody has their their flaws and their fault lines and all that. Don't be surprised uh, when somebody that you look up to uh, struggles or does something that disappoints you, uh, then you should look at the one, and maybe you need to look back at Jesus, who you really put your faith in, yeah. who will not and Let me say you. two things real quick about Kanye and the stories that he represents as celebrities who claim faith in Christ before we pivot off the subject. The first is that, you know, Paul says, when he's outlining the requirements for a pastor, he says, it can't be a new convert. Don't right. make a new convert right, right. a pastor. And the reason why is because he's saying new converts, are gonna, they're going to get stuff wrong. right? They're going to mess up. They, they don't know what they don't know. They don't understand what they don't understand. And, and so he's saying don't put them in a position of leadership where people are going to look to them because then their mistakes you know, are going to have bigger consequences. It's not Kanye's fault, I mean, that he was famous exactly, before right. he met Jesus. So, it, so he's unfortunately in a highly public position— 
And if he is a new Christian, that's a tough spot to be in because he's going to get things wrong. He's going to mess things up. But because of he is who he is, all of his mess ups are going to be public. Yeah. So, you know, a, a little, that's that's not his fault. That's just the situation that he was born again into. And I think we have to be mindful of that. But but I think the second thing to remember is that, you know, we, and Joe, I think you said this so well, we have this tendency of getting so excited anytime a famous person becomes a Christian. It's almost like we find validation in it. That's right. Like, wow, Kanye is a Christian? Then I was right. You can be cool and be a Christian, <laughs> right? Uh, now it's finally confirmed. So, you well, know, I Kirk think... Cameron we, did not do that. For you, no, so he did no. not. Uh, but I think... And then we end up creating the monster that we then later, like, tear apart, right? right. So Kanye isn't saying, look at me. He's not saying watch. He's not saying like Paul, imitate me as I imitate Christ. He's not saying that. He's just saying now I trust Jesus. Well, and what you can evaluate him on is what he creates. Right. And if you go and listen to his most recent album, you you know he he is very clearly. I mean, very very clearly. It may not be your kind of music. Maybe, but if you just listen to the music. He is very clearly making much of Jesus. Absolutely. And I'm not saying he won't mess up in the future or that he hasn't already messed up. I'm just saying that judge him by his fruit the way you would judge any person who's claiming to be a Christian uh, around you. Well, I forget. One of you two told the story about Kanye on Jimmy Kimmel. Was Jimmy it? Kimmel. Yeah, yeah, it was me. No, and it, it was just cool. He was being interviewed. It was right after he had professed Christ. And so I was trying to look and see if he was for real because I might have been doing that questioning thing. And he, uh, Jimmy Kimmel asked him, said, well, now would you kind of call yourself a Christian artist? And his response was, well, I'm, I'm a Christian everything. That's, uh, that changes everything for me. So everything I do, I'm a Christian. That's a great answer. Yeah, it was a great answer. And so it was, again, just a cool thing. Watch his fruit. And yeah, again, that's a, is, that's is, a, is a much better thing. answer than a lot of people give who Absolutely. have been in the church for a long time. Yeah. Right. Who would say, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a, because I prayed the prayer. And, but he, what Kanye is saying is no, Jesus is coming into every part of my life and I am being reimagined in every part. So, which means that the art that I create in and of itself will now be centered on Jesus. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, pivot to the other category here where we talk about individuals who are within the church who are talented and by virtue of their talents become more and more, for lack of a better word, famous or celebrities within the subculture of Christianity. Uh, how should we process through that? And I think there are a couple of things that, at play here because I think, you know, even a question you could ask yourself is, is it wrong for somebody to aspire to that? And uh, Or are there right reasons that somebody can inspire to that, aspire to that? Or even you know, thinking bigger than individuals, churches, and aspiring to growth. I think that sometimes that can be an awkward conversation because people, uh, for you know, they think if you're a Christian, you should be humble. You and all of these things should be true of you. I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think about that? Go ahead. I was just gonna say this might be watered down a little too much, but when I think about celebrity culture within the church, it's it's the same thing as what we were just talking about with Kanye. Like you, as someone that is a follower of Jesus, look at their fruit and look at their life and what that example is and not get caught up necessarily in, in thinking too highly because, as as Pastor Joe said, everyone is going to mess up as well. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I think it's a question of what made them famous. I, I, I really do. I, I think it is probably always wrong to seek fame for fame's sake, 
right? That that's probably never okay. So if I start a Twitter account and I say I'm going to become a Christian influencer and I'm going to get to one million Twitter followers and I'm going to okay, if what's driving that is just my desire to be famous, I think it's toxic. It's going to inevitably put me at odds with Jesus because Jesus's mission is not making me famous. <laughs> so my mission and his mission are eventually going to be at odds. But I think it's possible for somebody to seek to serve the church and just in God's providence have done that so well through a book they wrote, through a, a lifetime of teaching. Like I think of Tim Keller, who's been That's so right. yeah. instrumental in my own right. faith, and there is nothing about his life that suggests he's seeking fame. Yeah. In fact, he started pastoring in Manhattan in 1989, didn't write his first book until like 2002 or something like that. I mean, nobody knew who he was, but with the proliferation of the internet, people started saying, hey, I found this guy who's a pretty brilliant pastor and writer. You should check him out. And without seeking that for himself, it became true, right? And I would just say what had, the reason why that's become true is because of the way the Lord has gifted him, the Lord has blessed his ministry, and the platform the Lord has given him. He didn't seek it, it was given to him. And I think there's a big difference there between the Christian who says, look, I wrote a book and it blew up. How did I know? Or I preached a series of sermons at my church, and and it blew up. How did I know that was going to happen? Versus someone who sets out to get famous and views teaching, preaching, singing, etc., as simply a vehicle to make that happen. In my mind, there's a distinction. Yeah, and I think that that's really good. And that comes from the perspective of the person and the fame that a person has. Now, let's go to the normal person. What is the danger of a normal person beginning to idolize or uh, make someone a celebrity. Like you and I have both been deeply influenced by Tim Keller. I pray for him all the time because I think the world needs him. I need him. Not to right? him, but no, for him. For him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I think it's hard to be, uh, to, you, there's more pressure on somebody who becomes that well known. Everything he says, you know, oh, is, yeah. you know, people take, very, very, and yeah. they look at it very, very critically. So this um, is a good question, maybe, Joe, to flip back to you, because, you know, I think it's true that all pastors recognize part of being a pastor is saying to people, like Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Jesus, right? And both of those things are important. Yes, imitate me, look to me as an example, but only look to me in so much as right. I'm looking to Jesus, Jesus, and that order matters. But all pastors are going to be an example. People are going to watch them, People are going to emulate them. People are going to... And, you know, the bigger the church you pastor, the more people who are right. looking at you that way. So, And I've heard you tell stories before about being in restaurants and people stopping at your table. And just because in God's providence, again, he's given you a platform that you could not have anticipated, but you now have. You know, how would you tell someone if they were like, you know, Pastor Joe, you're my hero. I'm, you know, you're my example. You're, I'm, I want to be just like you. Like, how would you... Process like before we start this podcast. Podcast when Jimmy was saying all those things, how were you processing it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, hearing Keller uh, say this. He said, "If any of you knew what goes on in my heart, none of you would listen to a word I said." Mm. And I thought, "There's a guy who really understands himself." Uh, part of me wants to have the courage to say that to people to say, "Listen." Uh, you, you, I'm going to try to point you to Jesus. I'm going to try to do uh, to pastor to be the very best pastor I can be when I'm speaking. I'm trying to be to give the very best message I can give. Uh, but holy cow, uh, do not. <laughs> 
do not look to me um, to be uh, something more than what I am. And what I am is a uh, terribly uh, sinful, broken person who is being changed and in the process of being changed by a wonderful Savior. And as long as I can, as long as I can uh, understand that in myself, I can have people around me uh, that will remind me of that. And uh, other than you, th- you guys, because you guys, I'll have to fire you if you right. remind yeah. me of that <laughs> too much. Yeah. But I need people speaking into my life, and I think people, uh, you know, the one when uh, pastors or anybody lose that, if Kanye loses that, uh, that will be a tremendous loss for him. To have somebody who will who can speak into his life and say, "Man, I, I know you said I think in uh, another podcast about how Amy, God uses Amy to speak into your life to call you to be what Jesus wants you to be when you're not being what Jesus wants you to be." I I think my wife Karen does that. I think I have people around me, good friends right. around me that will do that. But uh, I would say the people who who listen to me and you think you know me mm. because uh, what yeah. I do helps you or that God uses what I do, uh, be careful. Um, yeah, I, I felt that way Jesus. when I was uh, kind of the every week preaching pastor at City Church uh, in Cleveland. I, I felt that way because I felt like people could develop a cartoonish impression of me because the only time they ever saw right. me. I, mean, right. I remember once I was at a Home Depot and I ran into two people and they were like, Pastor Zach, you go to Home Depot? <laughs> and it was like... <laughs> They couldn't process it because the only time they ever see me, I'm talking about Jesus, I'm talking about the Bible. I'm, and so it's like, man, that's all that guy does. And it's like, well, yeah, that's all I do on Sundays from 9 to 11 o'clock. That's all I do at that class you're taking that I'm teaching. But that's not all I do. And, you know, and I think, but having said that, I do think there's room. I do think in God's providence and God's kingdom, He raises up men and women for people to look to, to inspire people. I mean, Joe, I'll you know, be honest. I mean, one of the reasons I wanted to come work here was so that I could learn from you. And I have learned a lot from you. And I and I, I think there's got to be a balance between saying, like, God has clearly blessed your life and your ministry. I want to learn from that. Right. Versus, so therefore, then I'm going to idolize you and and put you up on a pedestal that only Jesus belongs to. There right. is a middle ground of saying, I'm very glad God raised Tim Keller up, and I'm very glad yeah. he writes books, and I'm yeah. very glad I can find them easily all over the world. Uh, you know, I'm I'm glad for that. I'm glad for C.S. Lewis. Yeah. I'm glad for that. So, uh, you know, there is a line there that we just want to be careful to walk. Yeah, you well. don't want to tie your opinion of Jesus to the actions of somebody else. You know, Jesus will carry his own flag. And so I guess that would be the the caution is when something happens with a high-profile Christian, it's really easy, especially for those who are antagonistic to Christianity, to see there, say, see, there it is. You know, yeah. it's a fraud. None of this is real. And I think uh, we just need to keep in mind that Jesus carries his own flag. And so yeah. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, as Joe, Zach, and Stacy have all articulated, the even the most famous Christian, whether it's a Christian celebrity like Kanye West or a Christian who becomes a celebrity because of Christian things like Tim Keller, uh, they are at their root a flawed individual that Jesus is in the process of transforming. Yeah, and I think maybe that's the right way of thinking about it, is seeing them as a gift of Jesus, right? So that any good I receive from them is really just from Jesus. I mean, yeah, he, good. he yeah. raised them up, yeah. he saved them, He right? So if not for him, they wouldn't be. So thank you, Jesus, for Tim Keller. And as long as I have that mindset, 
than if Tim Keller were to tomorrow leave his wife, you know, God forbid, and I'm sure he would never do that, but but if he were to leave his wife and uh, even come out and deny the faith, you know, I would be able to say, Jesus, I'm still thankful for what you gave me through his life and through his ministry and through his, uh, without needing him, right? I mean, I think that that's, that's the thing, uh, and that's the important distinction. So I don't want to swap Jesus out for a celebrity, but I do want to understand that in some ways, Christian celebrities or celebrities who are Christians can be gifts from the Lord to us, and that's okay. You've been listening to Church Unplugged, the podcast of Christ Community Chapel. In each episode, we're going to look at topics and questions that are related to our faith in Jesus and to the way that it plays out in everyday life. We want your feedback. We want your suggestions. If you've got ideas or questions that you'd like to hear answered on the show, you can email us at churchunplugged at ccchapel.com. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.